You're listening to the CMU Now Special Edition Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Coleman, here with my co-host, Caitlin Birdsall. And we are joined today by Western Colorado Community College Technical Instructor of Applied Business, Megan England. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. And we were talking a little bit a minute ago before the show about where you grew up, um, and you actually are from Delta, Colorado, correct? Yeah, just 45 minutes away. And what was it like growing up in, in a... In a small town, I think. How many people were in your graduating class? I think it was about 120, 125, so it was pretty small. <laughs> yeah, what what was that like going from 100 people being in your class to a university campus? So it, I had a great childhood. Delta was a great place to grow up. Um, had a good high school career. Was involved in a lot of things like volleyball and student council. Um, graduated top of my class and... I knew I just wanted to do something with myself in college. I didn't want to just be, what do they say, a little fish in a big sea. I wanted to be a big fish in a smaller sea. And CMU was still, or I guess it was Mesa State College at the time, a big college coming from Delta. I mean, Grand Junction is the big city to us small town folks. And, you know, my friends here and from Denver laugh at me because, you know, this is not a big city compared to Denver. But to me, growing up in a small town, it is. And But it wasn't overwhelming, which was really kind of the goal. As I, like I said, I wanted to do, stand out and be able to do things and be a part of things and not feel so overwhelmed by such a big campus. And I imagine being the top of your class, you had options, right? You could have gone to a lot of different schools across the country. Yes, absolutely. I think cost was a factor. I did get a full-ride scholarship to come to Mesa State College at the time, so that was a big piece of it. But it's also in my family. My mom and dad came here. My sister and brother-in-law and husband, now husband, all came here. So, you know, it goes way back. I think even my grandpa Went, I took a couple of classes here back in the day when it was like Mesa College. So um, it's always been kind of instilled in me to love Colorado Mesa University. Um, but I just really loved the atmosphere growing up here. I did do volleyball camps at, on campus when I was in high school and my sister came here. So I was able to come and like hang out with her and see the college from a student side and then do all the tours and all that fun stuff and just really fell in love with this campus. And I went and toured other schools. It just they were all overwhelming and, and scary and felt like the, the rooms felt like jail cells. <laughs> Whereas I feel like the the dorms on this campus are just incredible compared to that. Yeah, I think, you know, that's one thing that I love about CMU. I'm also an alum and obviously now a staff member here. And I feel like that welcoming feeling that you get when you step on the CMU campus has been here for years and years and years. And I think that's kind of a hallmark of who we are as an institution is we welcome everybody and make you feel at home. Um, and like you said, it doesn't hurt that our residence halls are pretty top notch too. Yeah, that definitely helped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, good. Well, I'd be interested to know what made you decide to start teaching at Western Colorado Community College, so the community college division of CMU, because it seems like you probably had quite a few opportunities after you graduated. And I'd like to know what made you choose to teach at WCCC? Yeah, well, everybody has to start somewhere. So my starting point was actually Target. I was a senior team leader there while I started my master's program, lasted a few months there and retail just wasn't my thing and got recruited to work in admissions at CMU. So I continued on through my master's program knowing I wanted to teach. That's why I started it. And I knew I wanted to teach because of Dr. Morgan Bridge, who's still here at CMU. She was a mentor. She, she was one of my professors. And I just remember sitting in her class going, wow, that looks like so much fun, what she's doing. And she's such a good inspiration to people. And everybody loves her. So she was my biggest mentor and reason why I wanted to teach. Um, 
And then so during my time in admissions, once I finally got my master's degree, I was able to teach a class. Uh, so I became a, just a lecturer for freshman business seminar, seminar during my lunch hours. And then finally was able to teach full time. But the high school students, that it was the tech scholars, so they were learning college classes. And that was at Western Colorado Community College. So it's kind of how that came about. And then beyond that, um, a position opened up to teach the college side of that. So that's where I'm at now. Great. And I'd like to go back just for a minute. So you said you were doing your master's. So you actually did your master's here at CMU and you earned your MBA. Is that correct? Yes. I went straight from my degree, my bachelor's degree to the master's. <laughs> Great. Busy, which I like that. Yeah. And then I'd also like to talk just a little bit more maybe about Dr. Bridge. So I know that she's been um, kind of a fixture in our business department for a lot of years. She was teaching here when I was too. And, you know, I had a lot of mentors. I was in the mass communication program. Um, Professor Flanagan was one of them. And he's somebody that I stayed in touch with even after after I graduated. And I think, again, that's a really cool and different component about CMU is that as students, we make those personal connections with these faculty members. And in your case, Dr. Bridge, like you said, was almost an inspiration for you to want to teach. Yeah, absolutely. She's, you know, started out as just a professor and then Juice Junction became a thing on campus. And so I was the first manager of that. And so we teamed up to get that done and just kind of developed a friendship over time, too. So beyond being in school, we're still kept in touch. And she texts me every holiday. And <laughs> um, we work on some projects. We're working on an ethics project right now. So she she's given me some amazing opportunities. And I could truly say that I probably wouldn't be where I am without her. I love that. It's, it's wonderful hearing you guys talk about this because I'm not an alum and I'm not from Colorado. And so, you know, I think back to my university experience and I, I don't have a mentor. I don't have somebody texting me on, you know, the holidays uh, and they don't know my name. They probably have no idea where I am or what's <laughs> going on. Um, so I do have to say, like, from an outside perspective, it's really cool that there's that there really, really, really is that personal connection with faculty members and students, which is really great. Absolutely. That's why you want to become a faculty member because it's the really it's about the relationships. And let's let's talk about your classes now. You've been teaching for five years. Mm -hmm. How how have you found that? Like, do you still are you still like yeah, teaching's my thing. I do. I love teaching, and so I have three passions. One is my family, and I have two little girls, so that's a big part of my life. But I love teaching, and I love Disney. So. What's been really fun is kind of, I have a side business, I'm a Disney travel agent, but being able to teach like creating a business plan and marketing and like diving into that every semester gets me excited to do that for my own little business. And on the flip side, I can bring in my business experience from running Mickey Travels to the classroom, which makes it more relatable for students, more fun for them to hear about. It's not just, this is a concept. This is how it's applied to a real life situation. So it's really fun to be able to kind of do both do all three. <laughs> and when I'm, I'm thinking to applied business, maybe we should backtrack a little bit. What does that mean? I don't think everybody yeah. has an idea of what that entails. Yeah. So it's, you know, we teach similar classes, I guess you would say to the business program, but they're more of an applied approach. So how can you actually go out and do this right now? So a lot of our classes, like we have one called business basics where you learn how to write a business plan. So you write a business plan in that class. You come up with an idea, you go through the whole process, how you're gonna market it, how are you gonna make money? How are you gonna find the money to build this thing? And then is it gonna be, are you gonna implement it or not? So that's very hands-on because then you can go away from the class and, and do that thing. Um, social media for business. How do you use social media at a basic level? We're not looking at a lot of theory as much in the applied business program as we are just how to apply it. 
and how to keep up with it. So it's just more of a practical knowledge versus a lot of the theory and behind the scenes stuff that you might learn in a bachelor's degree. And you could go straight to work and use these skills that you learn. I love that because I think that's important that we have both. So, you know, if you wanted to go into the four-year program here at CMU or earn your master's at CMU in business, but then we also have this two-year associate's degree at Western Colorado Community College of where, like you said, you are in the classroom, hands-on, and then you can take what you learned and apply it directly to your life or your business or your future. Um, So I'd be curious, are your students majority kind of what we'd consider traditional age students, or do you see a lot of maybe adult students, or do you still have some high school students? I'd be curious what the makeup of your classes are like. Yeah, so in our program in general, we do still have the high school component. So there are a lot of high school students in the Valley getting their certificates in applied business. So that's business basics, administrative support. Um, And then on the college, college side, we have a few of the traditional age students that come straight out of high school and are just looking to get some skills so they can go to work. But I would say the majority are the adult learners who have a family or were in the military, have been working for a while and just aren't happy and want to you know, better themselves, better their lives for their families. So a lot of those are students that are looking for an online class um, that they can still learn from. So don't get the misconception that online is just, it's hard and it's horrible. Because <laughs> I have heard that from students. We really try to make it easy to follow follow the plan and get through and you're actually learning. You're still getting that one-on-one with me kind of thing. So that's really where I'm trying to focus is making those online courses really super robust and easy to follow and you can be successful and still learn. I love that. And could you maybe also talk to us a little bit about any student story. So to me, I mean, it sounds like you have this passion for teaching. I mean, that's why you went into it and you've taught everything from high schoolers to 20-year-olds to potentially 40, 50-year-olds. So are there any student stories that kind of have stuck with you of where you're like, all right, that's a special student to me? Oh my goodness. Probably a lot from the high school program, but just more recently I've been doing the um, college side. So within the last two years, I've met a lot of amazing students, but one sticks out. He is probably in his 30s and he's been working for UPS for years and just wore his body out and was just ready to move on. And he has his family business that he works with. And so he was just trying to get some knowledge to help run that family business and make it easier because they were having a lot of conflicts and things like that. So I think that's really helped him. And now he's looking at doing his bachelor's degree, where at first I remember sitting there talking with him and he was like, I don't know about this school stuff. Like, I haven't written a paper in 15 years. I don't even know what, what is math, <laughs> you know, just a lot of a lot of uncertainties at that point. You've been out of school for so long. So that's a lot of the students. They just have been out of school for so long that they're just not sure about it. So I really try to, as their advisor, give them the tools they need to figure that out and to succeed beyond that and then get the confidence to go on and get their bachelor's degree or go start their own business or go work for that company they've been looking for. That's got to feel so good, though, to know that you're impacting, you know, the trajectory of his life where, Mm -hmm. you know, now he's going to be able to do something different than what he was doing before and hopefully, you know, pursue his own passions and make his family life and business better, too. Absolutely. And on the high school side, I would just say a lot of those students weren't sure if they were going to be successful in college or go to college. So to teach the, that high school level, but still teaching them the college classes, it gave them that, again, boost to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to college. And I would say 90% of them do after they do the time here. Well, and, and we call, you know, students who are going 
back to school or who are not, you know, traditional age, um, I guess. And, and so I think we're talking to you at the perfect time because with COVID, I think a lot of, you know, the world, but especially, you know, here in Colorado and Western Colorado, it's been hard for a lot of people and they, you know, maybe lost their jobs, they've been displaced in some way. And so they're looking for kind of maybe a new start or something different. And thankfully, and correct me if I'm wrong, Caitlin, there, there is money right now for people who are wanting to get back into the job force and try something new and try something different and get that knowledge base that you're talking about. I think we call it the what if scholarship, right? Yeah. So that is true. Right now, there is a lot of financial aid available that hasn't been available in the past due to COVID. So there is, there's the what if scholarship, excuse me. We also have the Maverick Momentum grant right now, which is $2,000. And, you know, it's, I think, really important that we're offering this financial aid. So that way, hopefully students can come back. Because like you said, there's so many things going through these adult students' heads of, do I have the time? Will it really benefit me in the long run? Do I have the finances? And this is just hopefully one piece that can help them make that decision. Well, and with the online classes, I know the applied business certificate is, or associates is actually offered online. And I know that can be scary for adults too, because, you know, myself, I'm online all the time, right? But I, how do you submit a paper? I don't know. And so it's nice that we have that local part here where you're, you can, you can be in contact with these people. It's not like they're all on their own online. Yeah, we have office hours. My door's always open. I'm always willing to meet with people. We can Zoom if you aren't in the area and I can show you how to do it. That's one thing I try to do is a lot of videos in my courses so I can show you exactly where to find that assignment or how to submit that or how to do APA, all the different components that can be scary for somebody. And there's a D2L tutorial, which that's our online learning platform. I think you have to take before you even take online classes so that you should be pretty well versed in how to look around. (laughs) I, I'm a millennial. <laughs> and so I, I do know that there's this, uh, I don't know if I should say new, but a lot of people are, you know, doing their nine to five job and they're working in different industries, but they have this passion, right, for this other area. And so they start up a passion project, per se. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking one day I can make money with this passion project and it can be a full-time job. Is Are you finding a lot of your students are showing up to learn those skills so they're able to make that passion project a reality? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of them have these big ideas to do, to run their own business, but it's scary to do and you don't have the money usually to start off. So you go work for somebody, but the skills you learn in this program, you can start working on the side, you know, when you're off work on the weekends, nights, all that fun stuff. Um, And that's another, you know, group I think we'd like to reach are those millennials or whoever, because I'm a millennial too, and I have a side gig, and I know like you almost can't make it anymore without one. <laughs> and it's not just the money part, it's the psychological part too of doing what you love. And that's where I bring the Disney thing into my life. That's what I'm passionate about, and that's my side gig. And so I think that's really helpful for students to learn that they can do that and build it. And then maybe someday if they figure it out, they can make that their full-time job and then be their own boss and have their own freedom. And I think I was talking to you the other day about we work so much and we're at our job more than we are with our family. So why not do something that you love? And I'm a huge supporter of that with my students is let's figure out what you love so that you're not waking up miserable every day. <laughs> you know, I, I completely agree with that. I think I'm pretty fortunate to love my job and love what I do. And I like that you're helping students find their own mm-hmm. own passion there because I think that's really important. Um, so before we let you go today, maybe a little bit of a curveball for oh. you. <laughs> 
Hopefully not too bad. I'm just curious. So, you know, you've been teaching now for five years. Before that, you earned your bachelor's, went straight into your master's, worked as an admissions counselor, started teaching, and you've kind of been rolling right along. What do you see? What's next for you? Do you see yourself staying at WCCC and teaching in the applied business program? Do you see yourself peeling off and doing something completely different? Or do you think you'll kind of continue down the path that you're on with teaching? Oh, as a millennial, I think about this every day. (laughs) I really love what Western Colorado Community College and all the staff and faculty there, they're amazing. So I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. Um, I would like to pursue my doctorate just so that I have options in the future. I am pretty young for a, a, an instructor, so I'd like to explore that. But I also really love my Disney business, and it goes really well with my Western Colorado Community College teaching. So I'm, I may just stay there and grow that business on the side, too. So... I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's a big question. I know when people ask me, I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, let yeah. alone in five years. I like having options. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to eat for lunch. Okay. Don't ask. Don't ask anything else. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you, you being here today. And it's been really good getting to know you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the See Me Now special edition podcast. You can find us on Spotify, See Me Now, and soon on iTunes.